um, because you said something that I think is like, oh, we need to dig deeper. Women should slow down and maybe men should speed up. What do you mean? I think that my listener, you definitely know what I mean by slow down, girl. We we had a whole conversation with Cameo about how to slow down a dating process. But I want to hear from you, Brian, about men speeding up. Like, what do you mean by that? Tell me more. Desandra has said that she feels that the man, that the woman should like do less. And I was like, for real? In my head, I'm like, for real, that's how you feel? But then I, then when I think back, I'm like, well, she did a lot less than me. You know what I mean? Like she was, she was kicking it and she was really just existing. And that's what I appreciated is that like, she brought a lot to the table if we're going to call it that. But yeah, she was, she was, um, and not to say she was doing the bare minimum, not to say that, like she was bringing things, she was bringing conversation. She was bringing like liveliness and life and like laughter to our situation, but she wasn't doing too much. And there were times where I would be like, yo, I gotta, I gotta make, I, I gotta make her feel like, like she's real closed off. So I gotta, I gotta open her up. You know what I'm saying? I'm, we walking down the street and she got her hands like this in front of her down the street. Like, no, is it cool? Can I grab your hand? Can I? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, just to show her like in every way that I want to be here. Like, I'm just trying to show you. I said, how did you wake up this morning? <laughs> What's up, girl? My name is Rika. And thank you so much for listening to Single You the podcast, whether you've been listening for a while or you just stumbled upon me. Hello, I am a certified NLP life coach. Now, NLP, let's get nerdy for a second. It's Neuro Linguistic Programming. You can Google the rest of that if you want to know the rest of the nerdy stuff, okay? So I'm certified in that area, aka the single girl's life coach. I am a self-love coach and a boundaries coach. Listen, I got that boundaries and that self-love on lock, okay? (laughs) All right, so I am your host and also the founder of this podcast and Single You Academy, which is my online coaching program, community, and resource for single women. Now, before we get into the episode, let me just put a little disclaimer out there, all right? I am not a licensed therapist, so I am not to replace a therapist. But I will say this, a lot of my clients, they have me as their coach, and then they also have a therapist because it is my job to hold you accountable to the things that you say that you want. So if you want to stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser, you need help on that self-love and boundaries area, then I would be the coach for you. And maybe one day that coaching relationship with you and I, yeah, it's just me and you right here, hey, (laughs) will happen one day. You can always reach out to me. My Instagram is open to you. On Instagram, I am just me Rika. And of course, I will put my name in the show notes. All right, that's it. I'm your host, Rika, and let's get into the episode. This is Single You, the podcast.
<laughs> of one of my friends. His name is Brian, and he happens to be married to um, who I consider one of my best friends, Sandra. And she has been on Single You, the podcast before. And I've always wanted Brian. But at first I was like, I don't know, because a lot of guys, they don't really like to be on podcasts. A lot of the Red Pill Society guys like to have their podcasts, which Lord. But <laughs> um, sometimes I'm just like, I don't know if guys want to talk about their love life and blah, blah, blah. Um, but Brian was so gracious to accept my invitation to do the recording of Single You, the podcast. And we're going to talk about today's intention is Brian to showcase that men, the men that we want, they do exist. And we don't have to be so hopeless about wanting the men like the Russell Wilsons, right? We'll just use his him as an example, okay? So that is going to be today's conversation, and I'm going to bring Brian into the room. Brian, what here. what's yes. going on? You are here. You made it. <laughs> and I'm I'm really excited because, like I said, I don't feel like, and it's unfortunate, that a lot of the quote-unquote good will just define you as good right now. Right. Good men actually talk about healthy relationships. Dang. You're right. I was going to say, do, unless you see otherwise, but I feel like we hear a lot more from the BS than we do the goodness. Dang. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I think yeah. that, uh, I think that there does need to be more of a space and platform of, of good men talking about, you know, what they do. I think there are some good spaces. I just don't think that those guys have the platform. The reach. It's not as loud. I think that just human nature, we do gravitate towards negativity more, even within ourselves, right? Like you're a performer. I'm a performer. You can have a hundred people saying good things about you. But when two people be like, well, I think you could have, we right. want to then be like, but wait a minute. And we just focus on that more. So I think that's yeah, human that's nature. Yeah. Um, because I do know that I curate my own Instagram and who I follow and the voices I'm listening to, right. to the men that I want to hear from. Right? right. So they are out there. They're just not as big as say a Kevin Samuels, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, right. They deserve, they yeah. deserve more. They definitely deserve a larger yeah. audience. Yeah. Yeah. And, but it's up to us as the society to share those posts, share single yeah. you, the podcast, share these conversations. And yeah. I know we just jump right in head first. Now, Brian, I was like, how do you want me to introduce you, Brian? You got a I lot know. of accolades. You got a I lot. Know. And I just, I didn't really, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to just let you introduce yourself outside yeah. of like, this is my friend, Brian. He's married to my friend, Desandra. Who right. are you, Brian? <laughs> Yo, I'm Brian Christopher Hearn. I am a, uh, I'm a Brooklyn dude. I'm from Brooklyn, born and raised. Uh, and I'm an actor, right? So I'm an actor first, but not really first. Actor, rapper, poet, uh, you know, philanthropists, humanitarian, you know what I mean? But no, uh, uh, for the most part, I'm a musician who, um, who speaks on, on love by any means necessary and, and really pushes the message out, uh, for, as a black man to love black women and protect, uh, our community and society. And Brian is being real, like humble right now. <laughs> <laughs> so as you know as i always do on single you the podcast i will put the links to his instagram what? um in the show notes and i just want you to google brian christopher her okay i just want i just want you to google yeah. and then you will get the rest of the imbd and all of that okay yeah, yeah. so <laughs> all right so speaking of love so let's keep going 
Yes. And this is, I already knew, I knew that this conversation was going to be good because you deep and we've had some deep conversations. Oh, for sure. And so speaking of love, I want to talk about you and DeSandra's love story. You yeah, know, yeah. I know you guys, um, the brown sugar love story. Yeah. Six years ago, probably almost seven now, you met this young lady named DeSandra down there in Los Angeles, California. Yeah, yeah. And I know that there is a story about you telling this woman that you deserve her. And so I want to get there. So even leading up to the days before you met her, I think you guys said in Starbucks or something yes. like that. Yeah. One of the most embarrassing moments in my life. <laughs> and okay, so I wanted I want to hear that story, but before we even get there, and let me get my pen and notes, because I already know I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to have follow-up questions. Word. What was your thought process? leading up to even before you met her, were you a man who was like, yo, I want a wife? Were you a man who did the work? Like, where were you in that moment? Yo, when the actual moment that we met, I was, I was in a bad place, actually. Uh, I, you know, I had been, uh, you know, in it, I wouldn't say in and out of relationship. I wouldn't say that at all. I would say that I, I was a, uh, I was a guy who was just trying to find his himself first and foremost, and was like kind of failing in that because I didn't really know or love myself. And so, uh, you know, I had come out of this relationship and I was trying to be like, I was trying to have my fun. I was trying to be single. I was trying to, I didn't really know. I, in that, even in that moment, I didn't know what I, what I wanted out of life. I just knew that I, I knew that I wanted to, I, at the time I had had my son, he was two, maybe two, and a half? Am I bugging? Let's say two and a half, right? Okay. <laughs> I like you so Brooklyn. Shout out to Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out my little man. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and, and so I, you know, I wanted to like protect him and 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 I and I was at this place where I'm like, all right, I cannot bring a woman into his life just all willy-nilly. Like that's not the vibe, you know, to and I had just gotten out of a relationship where, you know, he was he was getting to know this person. And I was like, you know, the next one is the last one. There is no, there is no, the next one. It's like the one, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no, the next, ain't no, oh, my next chick. No, this is, I'm, it's, I'm going to be dead serious about, and, and intentional about, about where I'm going in life. So, so, um, so wait, let me, let me make sure I'm following you. So even though you say you were like in this bad place, yeah, you did know intentionally you had the wherewithal or whatever to say, Whatever is next, I'm gonna be serious about that one, and I'm gonna be intentional. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. And so I was kind of date. I had I had been on some dates, and I have horror stories, horror stories about some of these dates. Some of these dates were I met up with a Satanist. I met up with yeah, it was bad. It oh was bad. yeah. I met up with a with a with a straight up just like racist person she was a she was she was mixed but she just she didn't like she didn't love herself either so we was right just, i was right. like oh my god right. i had a drink spilled on me i had been walked out on just wild out here in the wild wild west yeah yeah, yeah. it was like yeah. eye-opening because it was like yo do i just need to chill do i just need to like focus on fatherhood and you know maybe i should not be dating like this maybe i should just you know kick it make my music and and figure out like who i really am and really love myself and i'll be and at the time I didn't even, therapy was not an option. I wish it were at the time. I wish at 20, I believe I was 26, but turning 27, 
I wish I, someone had been like, hey, get serious, you know, because because then I would be even more, I would have been more ready by the time I met her. So when I meet Sandra, bro, I am, I am this, I had a lot, you know, I, the, all this that you see here was not, you know, it, it wasn't as put together. It wasn't put it was, together, right. It right, was right, cool. Right. Like I was still cute, you know what I mean? But it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't like, you know, um, and we're in, I'm in this Starbucks and the day was bad. Like I didn't even have a good day that day. It was just like, you know, I felt like, you know, when you break up with somebody and they're friends with your ex, when they're, they're friends with your friends, you know, they kind of, a lot of times they kind of, they kind of trying to like, you know, tell their side of the story. And I'm not really a tell my side of the story type of dude, especially Same, in the breakup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm like, let it be. And so all my friends are thinking that I'm this, you know, not good dude. And I'm just like, yo, you know, <laughs> every time I hear news, they're like, you, you know, so-and-so talking about you. Oh, and your other ex is talking about you this way. And you're just like, man, can I catch a break? Can I just live my life, you know? And so I'm in this Starbucks and I'm trying to get my iced white mocha and and I'm ignoring my phone for the rest of the day because I'm like, I don't want to hear no more bad news. And this girl's behind me and she's fine. I'm like, wow, what do you do? Like, <laughs> so you started you know, talking to her immediately. I'm like, do I say something or do, you know? And she kind of looked like she didn't really like, she seen me see her. She, she didn't seem like she was really with this, with it like that. But I was like, all right, she hot. And then she was standing too close though. So I'm like, okay, she's standing real close in the line for Starbucks. Like this is, you know, people give each other respectable space. I wasn't getting no space. I was getting like closeness. I'm like, okay, maybe this is, maybe I should holler. And, uh, you know, I order my drink. I'm standing in the, in the waiting area and I, I get my drinks and I had drinks for a few people. So I had a little situation, I, you know, at the time right, I'm in the right. studio, so everybody gets a, let me get a ice white, whatever. Let me get a, and I turn around and she's still standing close to me and I spilled a Starbucks on her and it was like oh, everywhere. I don't and know if I heard this part of the story. Stop it. You, <laughs> was it hot or was it ice? It, so nothing was hot. Thank oh, okay. God. Thank God. I think this, God. this wouldn't even, we wouldn't even be here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we would not be here if I had spilled some hot coffee on this woman, man. But she had these black Air Max. No, 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 I'm not sure if she had the Air Maxes on or if she had the Jays. She might have had the Jays on this day. And I spilled the coffee on her Jays and her whole outfit, really. But it was the Jays that I was really concerned about because I'm a sneakerhead. Right. Be a sneakerhead. So I'm like, Facts. I'm like, listen, let me make it up to you. I'm so sorry. Like, I couldn't have said sorry. It had to be like a hundred times. Like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. In this five minutes of us meeting each other, she kind of looking at me like, like, man, you just messed my day up. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, Lord, what do I do? But we got it together. And 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 I, somehow I was able to be charismatic. Thank God for that. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And so, <laughs> right. Because that would have been honestly, like, I'm surprised we we're even here because spilling it on the Jays, them is like, that's a fighting moment. <laughs> I think they was like retro sixes. Oh, like, oh, my God, oh, I don't even have them Jays. Like, oh. Right. Right. Okay, so let's cut to, so obviously it worked out. Y'all got married, y'all yeah. got a baby girl, and, yeah. uh, you know, Ezra obviously as well. But how did you get from, I'm in a bad space, yeah. I don't love myself, to where you guys are now? So the numbers were exchanged, and right. where did you go from there? We had a first <laughs> We tried to have a first date and I, I, 
I'm definitely the type of dude that's like, I'm not really like I could I could do the date thing. I could do a date, but I would much rather get to know someone at like a, a shindig or like a, a a concert. Like let's like let's be let's be cute about it. Like we could go on a date and like I pay you, I pay and you, you know I don't I open all the doors. I'm definitely a gentleman about mine. You know what I'm saying? But um, so we go on this. We tried to go on a date and and then we realized like. I'm not hungry. Like, are we about to are we about to just sit here and just stare at each other, not eat? So he was like, you know what? I actually got invited to my homegirl's crib. She's having like a going away party. Do you want to hop over there and just see what's good? So uh we go over there and I didn't know at the time, but they sounds like had a real bad headache. And so she was a little bit quiet. And so I'm just kind of like, we just getting to know each other. We playing the little, the little games. Everybody was playing like little funny games and like you know, just having a good time with each other. And and I'm like, yo, she real cool. Like, this is somebody I just met. And I'm bringing her to a space with, you know, some homegirls. It was like the homegirls. It was like two dudes, probably like four girls. And we all just kind of kicking it. And like, there was no like jealousy, no weird, like shots being thrown. All the the the, the friendships that I had were platonic. So it, was, it wasn't like none of that, none of that was going to even go down. So I'm like, <laughs> so we leave, right? We leave because I'm like at the at a certain point I'm like I don't even really want to be here no more like I'm trying to get to know you now like now that I see the how the vibe really is in, in a space I'm sorry I got my little fidget. <laughs> you fine. No, you fine. You fine. <laughs> but um, I'm like yeah like I'm, let's let's kick it away from people like now that I know how you are around people I don't want to be around people no more like <laughs> like let's let me see now how, you like, know that there's a vibe right yeah, right yeah, so then, yeah I love so that. Like, we could go back to this is still a first date so right go back to my place but i don't really want you to think that it's that this that type of vibe i'm a i'm a no kiss on a first date type of dude i don't kiss so i was like um let's just kick it in my car let's just have a conversation let's shoot the shit let's really see like like where you're going like where you're going in life how you see the world and and it was that conversation that I was like, oh, shit, I think this is my wife. <laughs> really? In that first day, Brian? First conversation, man. I was like, oh, no. Because we spent so much. We bounced around the city. We started at this one place. Didn't talk at all. We like, I'm not hungry. You want to go somewhere else? We go somewhere else. Didn't have time to really talk. We was like being around people and having a good time. And then we, we finally get alone. And I'm like, yo. Are you the one? <laughs> like, That's so interesting. That's okay. So I do want to get to, um, here's some bullet points I want to get to in this moment that you're thinking of like, oh my gosh, is she the one? So for you yeah. listening, this is what's coming. I want to know when Brian became intentional about DeSandra. Also, was he intimidated by DeSandra? We're going to talk about that. Um, and how he started creating that safe space. And yeah. so to get there, the first question I want to ask is, in that conversation, what was it that was said? What was the vibe for you to be like, yo, this is wife? Because that's interesting because women, we do that. Word. We are like, oh my, in the first five minutes, oh my God, he's so fine. He could be the one. Let me start naming my kids. And the last Word. name, oh, I would have to change my last name. We just start daydreaming way too. Word. And I try to get women to slow that down, right? Word. So the fact to hear a man I think say women that. Maybe like, should slow that down and maybe yeah. men should speed it up, to be honest. I, tell me more. Let's talk yeah. about it. What do you mean by that? Uh, yes. We have this conversation and she tells, she tells me um, about her mom passing away a year. Uh, I think it was a year and a half before this moment. So it's like, is it 
January 2016 we met. So her, her mom had passed away a year before this. And so, and she's like, you know, I, I just wanted to come to LA and, and help my siblings pursue their dreams in music and continue pursuing my dream and, and not only dance, but, but to become an author. And I'm like, yo, what? I don't know. I mean, you, you meet people like this, but you don't meet people like this who are like really intentional, like in LA, really intentional about like what they want, what they want for others. And, you know, really people just be out in LA, like, I'm just going to see what happens. I'm well, and, and you knew she was intentional because, which by the way, I know you listening, you do not know my best friend, Sandra O'Brien. We live in Washington state, go Hawks all day. So for her to have picked up a year and a half after her mother died, rest in peace, yeah. to move to LA to live. Cause her siblings um, who I love and, and met and our, our camping experience was dope. Yeah. They were super young. And so for her yeah. to take on that role is like, okay, well I'm mom now. And y'all yeah. got these big old dreams and it ended up working out because look where they are now. <laughs> yeah, You knew that she was super serious about that exactly. because she picked up her whole life, moved from uh, and, and moved to L.A. So I love that. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so that was that was a huge part of it. Just knowing that like someone can can make a move like this and say, I'm about my family. You don't see that in LA. You don't see that in LA. People are about themselves. Even when they even when they have, you know, family out here, they'll throw their family right up under the bus for the for a meal ticket or what have you. So I'm like, wow, like I was blown away off the first conversation. So we go from that, we start talking about how she was brought up in the church and I was kind of brought up in the church, not as much as I would have wanted to be. Acting as an as an as a child kind of took me away from that. Uh uh. I guess, you know, it, everything happens for a reason, but that's a whole, that's a story for another day. But um, but uh, <laughs> she tells me, you know, I'm brought up in the church. My dad is a musician and this, that, and the third. And we, we start really getting like deep, deeper than I've ever gotten on a first date, deeper than I've ever gotten with a woman. And so, you know, we're talking about like spirituality and like, like mental and, and, and what kind of also gave me like heart flutters was she's uh, like an advocate for mental health um and at the time and even, i was gonna say even at that time go ahead mm -hmm. yeah yeah well now like it's like magnified Ma but, right i was gonna say because i yeah day mm -hmm. <laughs> right right but at the right. time she was like she was uh being like a youth advocate for kids with autism and at the time i had just come off the heels of uh, uh, taking care of my aunt who has schizophrenia. And, and then later in life, we both ended up working with this aunt. So it was like, <laughs> it was all like, just like a master plan. Circle. Like God had a plan for us. But like, right. I really like, you have moments where you're, where you're talking to people and you're like, yo, I think that God has put me here on for a reason. Even if it's like, like, I'm, in my head, I'm like, I'm going to trust God. And every time the voice comes in my head to say, reach out to her, show up, bring her some flowers, I'm going to listen wholeheartedly. And that's kind of, that's kind of how we were getting to like how I showed her interest is like, I never left her alone. <laughs> Straight up. That voice was like, it wasn't even like every so often. It was like, yo, what's she doing? Find out what she's doing. Find out how her day has been. Text her. Call her. See where she at. And then it would be like, <laughs> it got to a point where I would just, I wouldn't just text her anymore. 
I would I would I would text her and say, yeah. "Hey, what you doing?" And she'd be like, "Oh, I I went for a walk this that, and the third, and I'd be on her stoop outside. Pull up, like, pull oh, up. Okay. Well, let me pull know up. when you're on your way home." And she'd be like, "Oh, yeah, you know, I'm on my way home right now. I'll be there in like 15 minutes. And in 15 minutes, I'm on the stoop like this. And pull up, like, hey, surprise again." Yes. <laughs> the intention, Brian, that's so beautiful. So before I move on, because I do have a question about this, because you yeah. know that I have felt like I've been in, stuck in this like, good morning, beautiful text loop, right? Yeah. yeah. But before we get there, I still want to um, uh, hear what you mean by like, what are your thoughts around? Um, because you said something that I think is like, oh, we need to dig deeper. Yeah. Women should slow down and maybe men should speed up. Yes. What do you mean? I think that my listener... definitely know what I mean by slow down girl we I, we had a whole conversation with Cameo about how to slow down a dating process but yeah. I want to hear from you Brian about men speeding up like what do you mean by yeah. that tell me Look, more Desandra has said that she feels that the man that the woman should like do less and I was like for real in my head I'm like for real that's how you feel but then I when I think back I'm like well she did a lot less than me, you know what I mean? Like she was, she was kicking it and she was really just existing. And that's what I appreciated is that like, she brought a lot to the table. If we're going to call it that I ripped my thing. I'm so happy to be here. Just <laughs> you just, stuff. you keep it. He got his little, um, fidget, is it a fidget spinner or what is it's that? It's not a fidget no more. It's like, it's oh. just a poke. Yeah. And now I was like, I don't know what to do with my hands. This is what I play with. Why? Well, <laughs> right, right. This is what I play with in therapy and everything. So now I'm, yep. I'm without one. Yeah. But um, but yeah, she was, she was, um, and not to say she was doing the bare minimum, not to say that, like she was bringing things, she was bringing conversation, she was bringing like liveliness and life and like laughter to our situation, but she wasn't doing too much. And there were times where I would be like, yo, I gotta, I gotta make, I, I gotta make her feel like, like she's real closed off. So I gotta, I gotta open her up. You know what I'm saying? I'm, we walking down the street and she got her hands like this in front of her down the street. Like, no, is it cool? Can I grab your hand? Can I? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, just to show her like in every way that I want to be here. Like, I'm just trying to show you. Oh, that's so beautiful. And, and knowing Desandra, for those of you who, um, have not heard the episode with Desandra, I'll link it in the show notes where she came from the history with parents, her ex before she met Brian, I definitely know why she was closed off. Um, I feel like what she was doing, Brian, was pulling out that intention in you, right? Like, I want to see if this dude is serious, which I feel like that's the space I'm in right now. So I remember I asked you, was I, am I wrong in explaining to the, the past couple of dudes that I have been, and I don't like using the word talking to, but I guess that's what we'll use. I felt like I was in a good morning, beautiful text loop. And you've seen those text messages. As a man coming from a man, what are your thoughts about that? Um, because I felt like you're not showing me intention if you're not asking me questions. And when you ask me a question like, good morning, beautiful, or good night, beautiful, how was your day or whatever you're saying, I'm going to tell you. I list out what I was doing. I'm not the girl to be like, good. No, because I want you to ask questions. 
and they didn't. So do you feel like I was right? And you know what? I'm going to exit stage left. Yeah, right. no, I do think you were right because I feel like maybe, I, no, I'm not going to say that. I feel like men know better or we should. And a lot of times, you know, they say, they say, oh, a, a girl, when, when a girl meets you at a bar, she knows that she, that she wants to continue talking to you three seconds in. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think that's true for men. I think it's also true. For, I think a man off of the first three dates could tell you whether or not this girl is, is worthy of girlfriend material or wife material or whatever, whatever he's, whatever's the next status for him, whatever's the next step. Um, and so that good morning, beautiful BS is BS. First of all, because yeah, it's all bare minimum. It's all just like, how can I keep her, you know, thinking that I'm interested without doing the most. And like, the thing is, I, where are those men at? Where are they at that's doing the most? Where are the R&B dudes that's on their knees begging you, please? Where they at? <laughs> <laughs> can, I can we talk for can a we minute? Talk for a minute? You know, and it's Friend like, sweet lady, where they yeah. at? <laughs> yeah, they need to be back. I don't know exactly. how to get them. We need to breed them. I don't know. But do look, you tell us. Like you know what I mean? You're here, um, yeah. and and so that's why I like about just the beginning of the story between you and Sandra Like even yeah. though she may have been a little closed off, she was. It's not like she was disrespectful to you, and she did show up and show right. you interest. But right. the fact that you were like, "Yo, I'm pulling up." Yeah, I'm calling you. I'm interested in how you think. Yeah. Like, what kinds of questions were you asking her? Yeah, yeah. I was at look, I'm a nerd first and foremost. First, very first and foremost. I want to know about all the stuff. So I'm a hip hop nerd. I'm a nerd nerd. I'm Star Wars. I'm Marvel Comics. I am uh, I'm good at math. I'm I'm lit. I'm a nerd nerd. Like I'm a real life nerd. So I want to know, like, and I'm numbers. So I want to know your top five. If you, oh you're in the hip hop, cool. Top five rappers, and she was also and go. yeah. She, and she, I think she actually that was another thing. She she asked me top five rappers, and I was like, wait a minute, like you okay? So now all right, I think I may have found my match. Like you know, Brian's like, not only does she wear Jordans, she's <laughs> right. asking me about my top five rappers. She yeah. is one. Like, she's one. Yeah. Like, be real, yeah. and then yeah. so. Which um, is interesting. Oh, I do want to um, say, I just want to say this, which is interesting because a lot of people would say that's masculine energy for us to be in Jordans, for us to be, you know what I mean? Wow. Like they would be like, you're not even feminine. Da, 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 da. So I love that. Anyway, go ahead and finish your thought. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. That made me so mad just now. <laughs> <laughs> that made me so mad just now. Like what? And like, okay, just a sidebar. This might end up being a front bar. I don't know if you call it that, but right, we'll see. Masculine <laughs> energy in women is not a bad thing. It's not Tell a me bad more. Thing. It's Tell not a bad more. thing that this girl wants to wear baggy clothes and doesn't like. Like I think it's super hot. This is like one, one thing that my wife got me on. Yeah. Like I didn't see her body right away because I wasn't going for that. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. wasn't trying yeah. to. And like so, she was baggy. Shirts, super long shirts with the J's and the socks and the. Listen, we're the TLC Aaliyah era, so like we—that's yeah, yeah. what we got our fashion for from right. for sure. Right, and then the first time she actually wore something where her body was shown, I was like, 
Oh, snap. <laughs> oh, Lord, thank you. <laughs> but like that masculine energy is like, why are you intimidated by that? Like, where is that? What, what, where is that coming from? Why, why is it weird that your girl is a sneakerhead? What? What? Yeah. Why yeah. is it weird? Like, if you're a gamer, I'm not a gamer by any means, but if you're a gamer and your girl play and you find a girl that plays video games and she's glued to the TV like you are, why is that a bad thing? Why is that something that's... Yeah, and let me ask you this too, because I think you've seen that video where um, one of these men that be talking too much out here on these podcasts said that, you know, he met a woman who made more than him and that's how yeah. she canceled herself out for him. And he was like, well, you can't, I'm, you know, woo, 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 then you don't need me. That's How the do saddest you... thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> that is sad, bro. That's weird. I mean, I think that, listen, in the Black community especially, but but there's a lot of men, period, who are so misogynistic that they don't even understand, like, how much a good woman, how, like, what was we watching the other day? We was watching, oh, oh, uh, uh, the, the Magic Johnson show called Winning Time on HBO Max. Magic Johnson was out here. He was doing his crazy stuff. I need to watch that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's a good show. It's about the history of, but it's really like, oh, it's stuff you didn't know. And then so uh Magic Johnson meets his idol, Dr. J, and and they meet wives in tow. So Dr. He's meeting his wife, he's meeting his 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 idol, and he's got his wife here, not his wife yet. This is just his girlfriend, but Dr. J's got his wife, and they're like, they're like, hi, oh, nice to meet you, you know. And they're kind of looking like, okay, I see what you got here. You got something like this. That's real good. That's good for you. And he and they're like, introduce us to your woman. And he's he's like, oh, this is my uh, oh, this is um, this is just cookie. What? What? And then some things go on. And I'm not gonna do no spoilers, but Dr. J tells him the worst thing that you could lose in this world is a good woman. And there's a lot of times that in this in this era in this generation where we're focused on the wrong type of things. We're not focused on the fact that we have this good woman here and yo, I got a good woman. So this is the, this is the, yeah. scene. this is the, this is the first step. Step one, what do I do with this good woman? And it's a lot of, a lot, it's a lot of women out here. I've seen a lot of, uh, you know, women in their thirties out here. That's like, he don't know what to do with this in their captions. He and we don't go there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a fact because they don't, they, they see a good woman. They see that she's making her money, that she's got her own, that she's oh, in education, and she's going crazy. She's really like out here because why would she not be? And right. <laughs> like, because I should no be man out here building a foundation for her, so she's yeah. building one for herself. And then when you come, if you come, if she allows you to come, if she should so allow you to come, like you add to it. You add, you guys, she's adding to yours. You added to, she built the table. The table right here, she's building it. To ask her what she brings to the table is a, is a, is a slur at this point. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. you. Her. Thank you, Brian, for saying all of this. I hope that this releases women from that stronghold um, of thinking like you're too much. Cause I have, yeah. that's my story. Right. Yeah. Um, and I have heard that before from people you even know to say, listen, I just think you have it either two together. I've had the question of like, so are you more like the Oprah and you want me to be Steadman? Like what, how's this work? And I just, which I'm thankful for now because that lets me yeah. know immediately, like he is not 
suitable for yeah. me at all. Yeah. Um, and like you said, why would I not be building my foundation? Am I supposed to just be Rapunzel in the tower waiting right. for you or Snow White waiting for you or whatever? Like we're done with those narratives now. Let's right. let's be done at least. Let's normalize being done with that story. Right. And so that is a question that um, I got from um, one of my former clients. She was like, oh, can you ask Brian? Was he ever intimidated by Desandra and how did he handle that? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to say yes, but I take intimidation a different way. You know what I mean? Like, like if I'm playing basketball and the biggest dude get on the court, I'm immediately intimidated. I'm like, oh, he going to dunk on somebody. I'm going to see if he could dunk on me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's different. And like, like it should be a challenge that's issued. Like if, if your woman is closed off, if she's like this girl that's like, or not even closed off, but if she's, if she comes through like this boss ass woman and she, oh yeah, she got the, she got the car and the this and the that, and she's nicely dressed and she has a diploma, you know, like, <laughs> like maybe that's something that you should say, yo, I'm going to see you know, I'm going to see if I can match up with her. I'm going to see if we're equally yoked, maybe. And then, but, you know, to an extent, I kind of appreciate that there are men that are, that are out here being this ignorant and uh, simple-minded because they're kind of saying with their actions and their words, they're, they're saying, I can't, I'm not. I can't hang with you. We, I'm not worried. Yeah, 100%. I hear exactly what you're saying. So that's why I'm like, now at this big age, right? I'm 38, about to be 39, June 29th. Shout out to the Cancers. Word, is word. I am thankful for that. And I listen now for those words. Like, yeah. oh, well, you have it two together. Oh, you know, I don't know if I can handle this or whatever. I appreciate yeah. that because you are admitting out loud yeah. that I am too much for you. And you're right. I never said that. I literally had a dude tell me like, because I went to Howard, I graduated from Howard, like, oh, well, I don't want you to think I'm stupid because I didn't go to college. We, I never said that, Brian. I never said that. Never Whoa. talked about my degree. You just know I went to Howard because I'm obnoxious, yeah. because I'm a bison and I'm going to talk about Howard. But yeah. I never said, this makes me smarter than you. So you're going right. to have to like, blah, blah, blah. So right. I love what you're saying that like, Men who see it like as a challenge to rise to the occasion. Yeah. That's the guy that I want. And I think it's yeah. beautiful that you looked at Desander like, okay, she, whoa, let me just, okay, give me a, okay, let me get it together so I can have right. this good woman and not let her walk away. Right. Where the other guys, and again, it's all okay. I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing because honestly, I would rather you admit that you cannot handle me. You are not, yeah. um, I guess uh, I hate using these words, but big enough, grown enough, uh, yeah. whatever, educated enough, whatever you feel enough to be with me. I would rather you say I can't be with you than right. try to lie about it because I've had that in the past as well. And those yeah. men end up abusing you anyway, because it's like True. they are so insecure yeah. that they can't even admit it to themselves. So I would rather that. So I love how you said that rising to the occasion. Like, oh, I want you to write that down. You, Yes, you girl listening. Yeah. Um, if anybody watched the Viola Davis Oprah interview on Netflix, Viola Ooh, said she prayed. It's so good. And Viola talked about what she prayed for. I want you to write on your list a man that rises to the challenge because yeah. you know you're dope. You, you right. know you're dope. So I love that. Now, with the mental health space, 
Yeah. Um, you said Desandra was kind of dibbling and dabbling in that. And you were at a space when you met her, like kind of a bad space and kind of like didn't love yourself. Yeah. Do you feel like Desandra helped you rise to that um, sure. and start your healing journey like immediately? Yeah, I think that I was blown. I'm still blown away. Uh, even with us now both going to therapy, I, I am blown away by how self-aware she was in the beginning. Uh, super self-aware, like like even like before like doing the work, she she would be uh, you, you know just dissecting a situation with with a friend or something, and 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 would like be complaining like oh you know this person did this and I can't believe that, but you know maybe you know maybe they did that because I did this last Friday and. And, you know, there's a there's a disconnect between us. And I would be sitting there just like listening to her talk like, oh, snap, there, people operate like this. <laughs> like, this is how people should be operating. <laughs> and so it's a new way. Me, I like this. Right. <laughs> and like as a as a man who who, you know, was brought up in the hood and and, you know, feelings were not, a you know, and then and then, you know, you listen to music. And at the time, 2015, 2016, you know nobody wanted to be in their feelings like get up out your feelings i'm not in my feelings my feelings is feeling i don't feel nothing i feel nothing and you like yo what I'm right right i feel like kid cuddy and kanye started that feelings trend true true yep. and, but then we had we had the drakes in the futures that was like nope we not feeling so yeah it was yeah. like two sides of the coin yeah. You're like well which yeah. one do i want to be today <laughs> and so when i met this woman i'm like all right all right all right Okay, so she could she can articulate how she feels. That's amazing. And maybe I should figure out how to do that for myself. <laughs> so, you know, I would be in situations and I and, and even still to this day, I, I say to myself, she don't even know this. She probably watching like, wow, that's crazy. But to this day, whether it be in a professional setting or a friendship or, you know, a, 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 a relationship in terms of like family, I think you know, what would my wife do in this situation? Like, how would she formulate the words to, to, to get across? This is how I am feeling. You know what I mean? And so, and, and I'm a, I'm, I'm not going to jump ahead. I was about to jump ahead and answer a question that you ain't asked yet, but <laughs> I mean, shoot, now I want to know what it is, but I guess we'll get to it. I think that yeah. one thing that women need to know about men is that we are at times more and equally as emotional as they are. We don't know that. We have no idea. We don't know. We don't know. We don't even know what we feeling. Sometimes we don't know what we feeling. And then, and then we get to that breaking point where we're like, man, I've been so tired. And then we talking it out and we like, you don't even understand because while they're saying you don't even understand because they haven't even said it to themselves. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because y'all just don't think it. about that stuff when you don't do the right. healing, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And also, society does not allow Black people to express their feelings. Facts. Without, Facts. Without the, Facts. You know, without, oh, he's aggressive or, oh, yeah. she's, she's that angry Black girl. And so, we take that home and that's a huge problem in our marriages, in our family friendships and relationships and just life in general. We are not allowing ourselves because society does not allow us to say, I'm upset today. I need a break. Stop. No, I'm going to say no. No, I cannot work that extra shit. Absolutely. I, uh, I just... <laughs> 
gosh, thank you, Brian. I have so many questions and um, I try to get these conversations in, in under an hour, hour and 20 minutes at the max. So if you're listening to this girl and you are like, Rika, you didn't ask this question and I want to know about this. Um, s- send me a DM, uh, message me, yeah. send me an email because I'm sure Brian can come back um, right. because I can't think of all the questions or get to all of the questions. So you are more than welcome to reach out um, and we can do this again. So I love um, the men. Okay. This is what I want to ask. Here we go. My brain, as my brain is like firing on all cylinders. I get that, right? That men were not allowed to, especially black men, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't show emotions. You guys aren't really, um, you op- you don't operate from that space. Whereas women, we do, we're different. We do know that. And that's even biblical. Women, we're just more emotional, we more uh, tapped into our emotions. Right. Uh, and then when we do the work, whew, <laughs> it's like wow. all the emotions. Um, I get that. But now at this big age, right? Yeah. Because I did have a man tell me, well, as black men, I wasn't allowed, whoop. Now I just feel like it's an excuse because we're mm-hmm. so grown. So how does a woman, so for your daughter, shout out to Nova, yep. Supernova, yep. how would you explain to her to tell the difference between you mm-hmm. and a man who just wants to waste her time? Because you know what women do, right? We're to ride or die. And right. so we do know like, oh, he had a bad childhood. And I'm talking about me. Right. I'll just talk about what I used to say. Yeah. I used to come up with every excuse, Brian, every yeah. excuse for him. Well, he wasn't allowed to, and his daddy wasn't there. <laughs> Let me try to save him and maybe he'll change for me or maybe I can fix him Yeah. versus you. Yeah. You may have a, a little bit of that story. You know what I mean? Right. And so what is the difference between you and that guy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, one thing that I'll say about my wife is that she asked the questions so like and just to understand sometimes i would be like i would get on the fence about it and be like oh she got me on the ropes but it's not a fight it's not a fight she's asking questions to gain understanding you know what i mean and so she would ask about my ex or she would ask about how i handled a situation like this and or you know or why i handled the situation uh like this and then I, and then i didn't realize because i wasn't tapped into my own emotions that i was I was I would be answering the questions to give her understanding, but then I would start to gain understanding about myself. <laughs> and then I'd be like, you know, I would say something like, you know, uh, you know, a situation that went terrible. And I'd be like, dang, I handled it like this. Well, I handled it because I was mad. And then I'd be like, well, dang, I should never do that again. You know what I mean? And then I would grow. Oh, I've grown in this situation, in this conversation with this girl I just met. How cool is that? But the difference between those two types of men is um, a man who is really intentional about who he wants to be for you. Uh, because we all, you know, we can we can start off as not, no, not, not going to say that. We can start off as not who we want to be yet. We're all in a space where we're like, yo, the person that I'm going to be. Yeah. I'm not even who I want to be yet. So we can start off as like, okay, I'm not there yet. Um, But that man that, that wants to, that wants to be that guy that wants to become him, he will show you in every step that he's taking that journey. He's taking those. And right. And I've even written down some tangible things um, 
about how you were acting towards Desandra that I know like my exes weren't or for you listening, girl, your exes were not. So Brian, knowing that he wants to learn about Desandra and get to know her is super intentional with asking her questions. So that's number one. Number two, you weren't afraid to answer her questions, right? And she had dope questions. So we as women got to know, okay, I need to ask these questions because I need to understand these things about this man that says he wants to be in my life. And then number three, knowing if you want to deal with that or not, because you do have that privilege. You have the right to say, yeah, now that I know these things about this man, ah, not suitable for me. And that comes with doing the work and understanding who you are and having that self-love. And you are right, because I'm not about, oh, he got to be perfect before he talked to me. But could you at least show interest by asking me questions? Like, yeah. bro. Yeah, it's like, it's like, wait, before I say the, the next thing I'm going to say, I, I'm going to say to not be afraid to ask the questions, but also not be afraid to like ask the hard ones, like have uncomfortable conversations. Like that was a thing in the early stages of our relationship, like six, seven, eight months in, we was like, yo, you know, they would kind of turn into a little debates or, you know, a little, it would get a little heated because- you know, we really are trying to get to the bottom of, at the root of it, who are you? And are you still someone that I can, you know, oh, now we moved in together. Okay, so let me ask some more hard questions. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Could you, because I love tangible stuff. If you, yeah. if you can think of it and you obviously don't have to share all mm -hmm. of it or whatever, what were those hard questions? Well, look, bruh, we come from a hard situation. I was in a a marriage previously it was not a love situation it was a you know i had gotten a, a girlfriend pregnant and i just i thought that we would be together you know and so i was like let me let me give let me give this baby my last name and then it ended up being that i was cheated on and uh and everybody knew all my friends knew and so it was one of the situations where uh i, I didn't even think i could trust again let alone be in a a, a long-term relationship and so um and so not only was i in a situation where i had been cheated on but then i decided to get revenge and so you know that put a that put a little slash on my uh integrity you know it put a little you know because i was the guy i was the guy previously not i'm never cheating i'm the never cheat dude i had been cheated on by everyone up to this point. <laughs> so, and so when I finally got that breaking point where I'm like, yo, I've been cheated on by everybody. Now I'm going to do it. Now, now, you know, this before all, before I met Desandra, I'm like, yo, I'm going to be the villain. So now everybody wants to make me the villain for leaving someone who cheated on me. Okay. Let me be the villain. Let me do that. Let me, Ooh, let me get it. Let me get back at you. And to the fellas, and the ladies, I'm going to say, revenge is never the answer. Like, don't do that. You're just wasting time. You're wasting everybody's time. I brought a third person into the situation that didn't need to be in this situation. Why did I do that? <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> humans, we funny. Mm -hmm. Right? And then in the end, you really just hurt yourself. I hurt myself. And that was where I was at when I met Desandra because I had just come out of this, this other relationship. It was the marriage. I brought someone else into the situation, you know, in a in a in a uh in another relationship to hurt her for hurting me hurt her for hurting me it was like yo what are you yeah. 
What a tangled web we weave when we hurt, man. That's why the Bible talks about be angry, but do not sin. Like God didn't say we couldn't be angry. You can be angry. Go to the, the them smash museums now. They got the axe throwing. We need yeah. to do that. Oh, I should have gone to one of them places. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but hey, you know, we, we live in, and, and we learn. So Right. And so, you know, there was there was a question in her mind of, you know, is this going to be a repeat situation? Are you still in your revenge mode? Are you still trying to hurt? somebody because i'm not about to be hurt i didn't do nothing to you <laughs> i didn't do nothing so let's get the let's let's find out if you've gotten it all out and if you have then we can continue but if you haven't like respect me respect yourself and respect me and get as far away from me as possible if necessary and so you know there were times where i would be like no i'm not that dude and and but in, in the in my in my head i'm like yo you kind of were though remember just last year, you was acting crazy <laughs> because you was mad. Yeah. That, you know? <laughs> yeah. And coming to that realization is beautiful, though, because yeah. we do a thing. We we exhibit this behavior that we know we, we, we would not like in somebody else. Right. And when we do it, we're like, oh, I'm not that person. I'm not that person. But I'm sorry. You are your behaviors. Right. At least in that moment. And I'm right. not saying people can't change because obviously you did. Oh, yeah. And one more disclaimer. I will never tell you I'm an expert in this area. I am just speaking from my lens and what I learned by being in an abusive relationship, by not knowing myself, by not having self-love for myself and not knowing how to set a boundary to save my life, girl. So just remember that I'm speaking from my lens. And after 18, 19 years of radio, September of 2020, I stepped down from my full-time radio job to focus on what God is calling me to do in this season. And this is it. I'm called to guide you, girl. I'm called to guide women who need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. That's what I'm here for. So if that's you, I want you to share this episode, especially if I say something that resonates with you. Share it with a girlfriend. Sharing is caring. Also, can you subscribe to this podcast? You will be notified once a new episode drops. So definitely subscribe and rate. Rate this podcast. Okay, please. I don't know if you know how much it actually helps like a host like me, an influencer, how much a rating, a share, a like helps us. So please help this small business owner, me, Rika, that's me, <laughs> by rating this podcast as well. Lastly, my intro. Here's a fun fact. It comes from my old morning show. I used to have this morning show on a station here in the Tri-Cities called Power 99.1. And my friend, my co-worker, one of the greats in production land, James Tyler, he had made that for me for my morning show, the Just Me Rika show. And I was like, yo, on my podcast, I need that intro back. <laughs> And he made it for me. So thank you for that intro. Thank you for the production, James Tyler. Uh, of course, it was inspired by Beyonce's Flawless. Yeah. All right, girl, that's it. Thank you so much for listening to Single You, the podcast. And we'll talk on the next episode.